Ritzem and continuing with our Shir and Chavis Atalmidim, we're finishing up, uh, we finished the, the Ikra of the Sefer, we're just finishing up where he talks about Sivim Vazharas, some Sikumim that he gives at the end of the Prakim with uh, some of the fundamental ideas that he discussed about the Sefer. We probably have like a page and a half left. We'll finish it this week, maybe, the next, uh, the next two, three weeks. But in Ritzem, uh, we'll, we'll continue discussing. We discussed some very important, you said this last week, but none of them were really shy to what we're going to talk about this week. So in Ritzem, we'll continue on we were holding last we were holding um this week. So he say, he says like this it's, this is a sikkim of Prakim, I think it's Yud, Yud Aleph. Really the end really from Yud all the way till the end of the parak he did last time he was he gave a sikkim of Chesan Tasa now from this the next two you know two pages till the end of the Sefer is really sikkim of the rest of everything else he discussed in the Sefer. And he says like this obviously all of us understand that it's impossible to serve their abundance. A person doesn't have a ratzen. A person doesn't have a real ratzen to do something. A person doesn't desire. A person is not interested in it. So it's obviously going to be very difficult to serve the rabbanu to be involved in any aspect of avoda. However, the same way we understand that a person needs a ratzen chazak, a person needs a strong ratzen in order to be able to serve the rabbanu Aside from a ratzen, a person also needs a hachlata. A person also needs the ability to say, "I'm going to make a kabbalah. I'm going to stick to that kabbalah, to that to that achlata. I'm going to stick to." it no matter what. So I need the rutsin. The rutsin is the driving force which pushes me to make the hachlata. And the goal of what the hachlata does, what the Kabbalah does, is that when the rutsin is no longer there, the Kabbalah is still there. And this is going to explain that there's a, there's a relationship that takes place between the rutsin and the Kabbalah. The rutsin is ultimately what drives the Kabbalah. Then the person makes the Kabbalah, but the Kabbalah is able to be there at a time when the Ratzin is not going to be there. He says, when a person wants to have the Ritzainis, there are many tools that a person can use to be able to help him have those, have those strong Ritzainis. A person can use Seichel, Makshava, I'll talk about it in a few lines about when a person is misbeinen, a person understands machavasa ba'elama, a person understands what the purpose of creation is, a person understands what he, re, what he needs to be doing, what his tachlis is in this world. In the middle, a person can get the ratzen, can be ma'ur, the ratzen inside of him, to be able to get that ratzen to become stronger, to get that ratzen to become something which is a genuine ratzen. But achlata helps, and achlata is be'ikr there when everything else falls apart. Loi ratzen chazuk, the rutzen is no longer there. Person is holding at a place of katnas when the rutzen is not is not strong anymore. The seichel is not strong because if he had the seichel, then he'd be able to be ma'ur the rutzen again. The purpose of making a kabbalah is that the kabbalah is able to be there when nothing else is able to be there. When there's no seichel, when there's no machshava, when there's no rutzen, when I don't have those other natural forces which push a person to be able to get involved in avodas Hashem, what 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 remains at that point? The kabbalah, the hachlata that's there. Uh, I, I, I mentioned this last week, but I'm reading the biography from Chaim Kanievsky, and, and he talked about, you know, he had these chayvis that he used to do every day. Right? He got the name chayvis from, the, from his father, the stipler. Stipler used to call him chayvis. And, and the purpose of these chayvis weren't just so that he made sure that he was learning Torah every day. Baruch Hashem wasn't somebody who was chaser any limit at Torah b'chlal, but the purpose of these chayvis and what he did when he had these chayvis was that you know, no matter what happened, it was, it was Pashat HaChik V'layavar that every single day he needed to make sure that he kept those chayvis. So regardless of what he was up to, regardless of what he was doing, he would wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning to finish all of his chayvis before he started his day. So that way he would be able to start his day with the Yishev Adas of knowing that he you know, finished all his chayvis. They, they bring down, I think, Adam and his grandsons over there talking about the, the difference in Rab Chaim's you know, demeanor before he finished his chayvis and after he finished his chayvis. Before he did the chayvis, there was, you know, there was a certain tension. He knew he had to do something. And he had a real chayv. He had an all on top of his on top of him that said, okay, these are the things that I need to finish, whatever his chayvis were for the day. And then once he finished his chayvis, okay, now he knows that he did what he needed to do. He was makabal that, that, that achlata and he went through. And they, they bring that over there one time that ups, the rabbits and said, I don't remember exactly the, the details of the story, 
but there was a tremendous amount of, you know, he was up maybe two nights in a row or something, and it was very, very difficult, and it was, maybe it was right after the Chazanish was Niftah, I don't remember the exact details of the story, and he'd been up, and it was a very, very difficult kufa, and he, you know, he pushed himself, mamish, mamish, to, pushed himself to do the chayvis, and the Rebbe said, Kanaevsky said, like, you can push it off to tomorrow, you'll, you'll learn, a, you know, an extra hour or two tomorrow, and it'll be fine, you don't have to do it now, and he says, you don't understand, he says, if I don't do the chayvis today, so today I'm going to push back on the chayvis, and tomorrow I'm going to do after chayvis, and eventually the whole chayvis fall apart, the whole purpose of a Kabbalah Chlata, the whole purpose of Chavis is that it's that a person knows that I'm going to do something every single day, regardless of what happens. The Ratzin is what causes the Chlata, the Ratzin is there, but the Ratzin, of course, when the Ratzin is going well, it's easy for a person to serve Hashem. When the Ratzin falls apart, when there's no natural Geshmak in what a person is doing, then the only thing that's able to remain is that I made a Kabbalah, that I'm not going to sleep before I do the Daf, I'm not going to sleep before I do Shnei I'm not going to sleep before you know, I do whatever my Chavis are to finish Kal Terakula that year. Whatever a person's Chavis are, but a person that they say I'm going to do this thing regardless of what comes. The rutsin is what pushes an asiyah. And with the stronger rutsin, that's how strong as asiyah is going to be. And the greater the rutsin is, the greater a person will be able to overcome obstacles. If a person's rutsin is strong, will be able to be mavatal all of those, all of those manias, all of the obstacles that come in the way. And if a person's rutsin is very weak, so then the slightest thing has the ability to push it off. Right? Like the Shlema Melech says that a person who's an outside person who's lazy will always give an excuse. And Ariba Derech, there's always some reason why he wasn't able to do what he wanted to do. And it's not because, not because the excuses are not real. It's because the rutsin is not strong. And Mamela, every excuse has the ability to knock the person off. But the Mila of what it means to be a human is that to get a rutsin, a person has that which those things that are helping him. Person can think about what do I need to do? What's my tachlis? I want to make sure that I'm that I'm accomplishing. Like I spoke about in the past few, you know, few pages, the person wants to make sure he's utilizing his talent properly, he's using, utilizing all of his kaiches properly. And I can be a person's rutsin by understanding what, what I'm capable of and doing that which I need to do. As we already spoke about, that a person is able to be his rutsin through this witness. But if a person's only serving their Rabbanish when, when he has a Ratzin, so then when a person has this Ratzin, so the Ratzin is very good and the Ratzin is very helpful when a person has this Ratzin. When a person feels elevated, when a person feels excited about serving their Rabbanish, that's when the Ratzin is good and that's when a person can be Mechazek the Ratzin. But the Achlata needs to be there and the Kabbalah needs to be there even when the Ratzin falls apart. Even when there is no Ratzin, even when there is no Ratzin, even when a person doesn't have that natural excitement a natural drive to be involved in Avedis Hashem, but what remains over there is the Achlata. The Kabbalah remains even when everything else falls apart. Even when the Cyrus gets quiet, and his das, everything's quiet. There's nothing else that remains. What's able to remain is zachlot. So there's a there's a relationship between the machshava. The machshava is able to be ma'ur my rutsin. I can think. I can be mizbeinin, and through the moyach being shelled over the lay, my my understanding of the rabbanish of what what it means to be yid, of what my tachlis in this world could then be ma'ur my rutsin to have a stronger. 
desire. And those two work in tandem with each other, those two work together. But when both of them are silent, which means my machshav is not working, my seichel is not working, and my mail, my ratzin is not working, Ten minutes ago or ten days ago, the person knew that this is something that I need to do and a person was so clear to a person. A person has such a clarity and such a ratzin to be involved in this avayda, he's willing to be meiser nefesh. And then the ratzin gets, gets shut down. The machshav the seichel gets shut down. And there's nothing remaining. So the thing that he's willing to die for a day ago, now he says, okay, it's not a big deal if I go to sleep without doing it. It's not so important. I can, I, I can live without it. It's not really, it's not so, uh, so, so shaykh to me and it's not so nagaya to me. So at that point, he has to get the third thing. So you have the rats, you have the machshava, which is ma'ur the ratzin, but then when those two are shut off, a person has to be ma'ur the third thing, which is the achlata. This is what I decided I was going to do. This is what I need. This is my chayv. This is what I need to do. This is my avoid. So I'm going to do it. Yipol v'yekayev imloi Ratzin and Machshava can only help for the time that the Ratzin and Machshava is there. But as soon as the Ratzin and Machshava go away, because they're not Tamidim, because they're not there constantly, the only thing that can remain is Achlata. And therefore it's important. This is the whole concept of making Kabbalah at the beginning, you know, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. The purpose is, is that a person has then the clarity, a person has the Ratzin, a person has the Machshava, a person has that, that ability to be able to make a proper Kabbalah. But the goal of making the Kabbalah is to be able to be a Kabbalah something that will be able to remain even when the Ratzin's not there. So I don't want to make a Kabbalah which is based on where I'm holding during El. I want to make a Kabbalah which is going to be able to be there when I'm holding in the middle of Cheshvan, Kislev, Teves, in the middle of the winter when the Ratzin is not there and the Seichel is not there and nothing else is there except the Achlata itself that I'll be able to tell myself this is my Chayv, this is what I needed to do and Memela, Kach Achlata Ilasis Mekaydem Echein Muchrech Anilasis. doesn't make a difference whether I want to do it or don't want to do it. Whether I understand that I need to do this and this is crucial for me or I don't understand it. The Machshava is not there, the Ratzin is not there but what remains is the Achlata, the Kabbalah, that a person made that this is what I need to do. They write in the book that Reb Chaim, when he, I think it was when he married off his first son and his second son. So he came, he came obviously, it was by the Chasna, I think it was by the first Sheva Brachas. And then he told his Machutin, he said, I'm not going to be able to come to the second Sheva Brachas because I have a lot of Chayvis. So his Machutin got very nervous. Reb Chaim has Chayvis. He got nervous. Reb Chaim, you know, didn't have enough money to make the Chasna. So he went, to one of the, he went to one of the neighbors. I don't remember who he went to one of the neighbors, somebody in the, in the Shechuna in, in Bnei Rak. And he told him, he said, we have to help our Chaim. He's, you know, he's a Gadol Hadar. Like then, then he wasn't, you know, Mamish no Gadol Hadar, but he's a tremendous, he's a tremendous Tamachach. He's sitting and learning mysterious nefesh. He doesn't have, no, he didn't have the money to pay for the chasin. He's going around collecting it. It's Pasha. He says, I don't think that that's what he meant, but he said, I'm going to be Mavar. He went to, he, he went, he went to, uh, he went to Reb Chaim and he asked Reb Chaim, he said, you know, did he have enough money to make the chasin? I said, I'll tell you the truth, I have no clue, I don't know anything about the chas. And the Rebbetzin takes care of everything. So he said, yeah, but you told him, you have chayvis. He says, I don't mean chayvis in money. He said, I meant chayvis, I have my chayvis to do. And I fell behind because of the chas and I, I'm nervous that if I, you know, come to Sheva Brachas another night, so then I'm going to end up, I'm not going to be able to be Makai Machayvis today. So he said, if I'm so tired from a chas and a two Sheva Brachas in a row, I'm not going to be Makai Machayvis. He says, that's what he, that's what he meant that he couldn't come to the, couldn't come to the Sheva Brachas of his own kids. But it, it's that hachlata that a person says, I'm tired, I'm exhausted, but a person comes home from work. You know, they, they were saying, remember the same Ashas a few years ago, they had some videos that they were showing during the same Ashas of people that said, you know, people that were showing that the Mama real mysterious nefesh. Be able to say that, yeah, it's not easy and it's not always, it's not always enjoyable. A person doesn't always feel the geschmack. Not every blot is enjoyable. Not every day is enjoyable to do the blot. But when a person makes a chlata like dafyemi, or mishneim, whatever that chlata is, but a person says, this is my chlata, this is what I, I'm going to do. I'm not going to miss a minion no matter what happens. But a person is able to say that when the rutzen's not there. Now, I don't want to dive with a minion. And uh, no, the seichel's not there. I can give myself a thousand reasons why 
I can go. I can go without a minion. When a person wants to wants to be able to, you know, skip a minion, you can think of all the all the you know all the turitzim in a person's head and all the halachas that tell a person that he doesn't have to go with a minion. I don't have to go four mil and this and I don't have to mice nefesh and it's fine to daven bechidus and fakar daven better. I'll daven better if I daven bechidus. All the turitzim that if a person made a chlata that he's not going to miss a minion, so it doesn't make a difference. The turitzim won't work anymore because the rutzim's not there and the machshav is not there because I can understand why I don't need to daven with a minion. I don't want to daven with a minion, but if the chlata is there, then I'm going to daven with a minion. So I'm going to daven with a minion regardless of what happens. And that's why a person needs to needs to be involved in this in this in this avodah of achlata. He just finishes off and he says mida la atzma hi achlata. Achlata is a mida by itself. She tzarech ish lohaitzi me atme atme kerboi. She af acher over a seiris ratzaynei. Af kasha in maven es chayv avodah zelav. I don't understand it. Who cares? What do I need to be involved in this for? Kamoi shayim be eses eris a ratzin. As he understood when he had the ratzin, gam kain yasenu rak mishum shekain hechle. Do it anyways because that's what the achlata is. Kasha leknaisim ipnei she ain't seichav a ratzin afshi is ruitz harder to get it because you don't have the rasan of the seichel of a chrachis hila lo oivid the eshevalad it's impossible for a person to be an oivid Hashem unless he has kabbalas he has achlatis he has things that chayk for yavar he knows that nothing no matter what happens I'm going to do this every single day and then when a person has the achlata and a person keeps the achlata even when the rasan's not there and even when the seichel's not there he can then take the achlata and then slowly get back to that place of the idea of rasan and achlata and again, we'll continue next week he talks about another very important ingredient that a person needs to be an Ayyad Hashem.